everyone, welcome to the Nyquil and Bar podcast, Shaken and Stirred. This is your host, Jeremiah Batchikin, and I am joined by my fellow co-host, Mark Lapides. So this is a special edition because every day this week, we're going to have a podcast where we're talking about the coronavirus. It's obviously dominating all the headlines, and worse, it's impacting the bars and restaurants of this country. So right now, as we record this, eight states have had a mandate that bars and restaurants must shut, must shut down. A number of counties and cities are also following suit. There's a rumor that a national mandate could be coming as well. And so what we're really focused on over the next 30 days is your business. And it's how to survive this very uh, fluid and volatile situation that really there's no answers for. Uh, we can look to China, we can look to Italy for a little bit of guidance uh, where we could end up because they're you know, both several weeks or a few days ahead of us. Uh, but we look at those situations, how can you apply that for an owner operator? So when they're thinking about their cash flow, when they're thinking about their staff, when they're thinking about their own mental well-being and health, um, that's kind of our focus. So with that, let's kind of dive in and, and chat with Mark about what we're going to chat about today. Mark, you know, we were talking about this earlier. What are some kind of the high level things that, you know, you plan to kind of cover over the next 30 days with our audience? Thanks, Jeremiah. Yeah, it's a, it's an unprecedented situation. We've never we've never seen anything like this before for, uh, you know, there aren't experts who say, you know, what do you do during a pandemic for restaurants or for any kind of business for that matter. So it's I think we're going to be covering um, things like, you know, what how do you what do you communicate to your customers now? What do you communicate to your staff now? Um, and, you know, most importantly, taking you know, I think the three things that are most important is taking care of yourself, taking care of your staff and taking care of your business, both from an economic standpoint and from a financial standpoint. Uh, I think those are the really important things and we're gonna try to find ways to, to help you do that. But uh, we're also gonna be thinking about the long-term. Once uh, we get through this initial period, uh, at some point uh, this virus will pass and what do we do? How do we get back into business? How, what are the best ways uh, to bring customers in in an, in an uncertain time? Um, we're gonna be looking at all those things and make sure that uh, you are ready, uh, at least have as much information as possible from the experts that we can rally over the next uh, you know 30 days, maybe 60 days. Yeah, great, great points, Mark. I mean, we had over a hundred speakers slated to to be at the show, and and now what we're going to do is we're kind of kind of bring them uh, to you all uh, every day. We're doing a special coronavirus newsletter. Our Bar IQ newsletter normally goes out on Tuesday, but this week we're going to send it out every day, and so that way, as we get information in real time, we can kind of put it into your hands. And we're trying to break down the information a little bit more than just here's what's happening. We, you know, we're going to start kind of applying, well, what does this mean? How do you actually change and, and shift your business based on what the experts are saying? Uh, for example, you know, with today, we were announcing uh, state by state as they were saying they were closing bars. Ohio kind of took uh, the lead with that yesterday. Uh, the first state ever to close bars and restaurants that I can remember. It's almost ironic, Mark. I mean, you think about it. A hundred years ago, in almost two months to the date, prohibition started. And now here we are that bars and restaurants are closing, not for the same circumstances, but definitely the same situation that they're not allowed to be open unless they're serving food and they're only allowed to serve food. Um, and so since Ohio uh, pushed, pushed that out, we saw Illinois go next. 
California was more of a voluntary mandate, if that makes sense. You know, that you weren't legally uh, supposed to close your bar unless you were in Los Angeles today. The mayor made that call. I do believe California will try to make it more of a, a mandate mandate uh, in the next coming days. Uh, Puerto Rico, Washington, D.C., Washington State, Massachusetts, Michigan, Kentucky, Maryland, Rhode Island, Indiana. Um, and it, the list keeps growing. And uh, I really think a, a national one is coming. Um, but, you know, a top question that I, I was hearing, Mark, was, is insurance going to pay for this? And um, so we actually sat down with an insurance broker to kind of ask them, you know, well, one, will their insurance policy help with the business loss from a state or city closing? And, you know, I spoke with Eric, uh, who's based out of the Mid-Atlantic, and he's saying, unfortunately, for pandemic situations, the, the sad answer is most likely not. And it's, it's a high percentage going to be no. Uh, they actually have it written into most contracts that it does not cover situations that arise from this. However, that does not mean their insurance will not cover, you know, anything. Um, if your employee did come in contact with somebody that had um, the coronavirus and they got sick, workers' comp could be available to you. If you are having to close your bar uh, or not let staff come into work, you know, that actually gets into kind of a, a almost a legal situation of discrimination. And so actually the employment practice liability um, adheres to any origin of medical status discrimination. Um, and so your people are tiptoeing a fine line between that. So that can actually get you covered if that arises. And then some policies do have event cancellation uh, covered. And so it needs to be a quote unquote covered event. And every policy is completely different. So please talk to your agent and your, um, your attorneys to kind of figure out where the line is. But, you know, Mark, what are you kind of hearing from your crowd? Like, what, what are the questions you're asking from your old colleagues? And just to kind of talk about Mark's background is, you know, he's been in this business as a, a head of marketing for the COSI group. So he's used to having multiple units, multiple operations, multiple states. And so, you know, what is the, uh, I guess, the atmosphere and, you know, what are people thinking right now? Uh, they're scared. Uh, they're they're really scared. They don't really understand what they're supposed to do because the situation changes every hour. Uh, you and I are going to talk uh, over the next 30 days and talk about uh, a whole bunch of things, but we don't know what those things are yet because the situation is going to unfold and, and be different probably by state. But um, I don't think the uh, the closures and the, the economic impact is yet, you know, the worst is yet to come. Um, I don't know. If, I think we'll be, there's another side to this. And I think everybody's looking forward to, you know, coming out on the other side, but no one really knows when that is. Um, I think that's one of the difficult things. We're in a situation now where, you know, states are using are using laws and other things that are usually meant for civil unrest or for you know riots, um, you know natural disasters and things like that. Um, no one's ever experienced something like this where you can walk outside and everything feels fine and everything looks fine, um, but you can't go anywhere. Um, so they are confused. Um, but I think this is an, a resilient industry. The people who get into this industry to start restaurants and bars and things like that they do it because they love it they really enjoy this business they enjoy the industry um and so as soon as we're able to do so i think they're going to back up to full speed but a lot of them are doing their best to stay in business right now uh you know illinois uh, which is where i live uh, did close bars and restaurants for dine-in but you can do takeout and delivery so i think you're going to see a lot of people start to take on um takeout and delivery uh, on a much bigger basis than they've done before uh, i think um you know, it's a way to it's a way to bring in more money um, or bring in any kind of money. Any way you can stay open. It doesn't mean your staff is going to be as busy because your waiters and waitresses who usually wait tables uh, aren't going to be available or aren't going to have any jobs to 
right now, but um, maybe there's other ways to keep them busy. Maybe make them delivery drivers or things like that. But anything you can do to to um, to, to you know make sure that there's revenue still coming in, um, that's what they're talking about. And they're also worried about their staffs. Um, you know, in some cases, uh, you know, big restaurants might have the the wherewithal to be able to pay staffs you know full full wages over the next couple of weeks or, or next next month or so. Um, some restaurants don't, don't have that. And it's not because the bar owners or restaurant owners feel that they, um, they shouldn't pay people. It's just, they can't, they don't have the wherewithal to do that. The, they live, um, you know, bar, bar tab to bar tab every night. Um, it, that's when money comes in and that's how people get paid. If they don't have that, um, it's difficult to make sure that those guys maintain their wages and they care about their people. Um, uh, you know, a lot of bar staffs and restaurant staffs, they're close. They, you know, especially in small independent operations, they, they're a little bit like a family, but if you can't take care of your family, sometimes it, it, it feels bad. And I think that's what they're, that's what they're worried about too. So there's a whole bunch of things, um, they're starting to worry about. And I think they're worrying about things that they don't know that they have to worry about yet. And those are the things that we'll hopefully be able to cover. Uh, between you and I. Yeah, great, great points. And uh, to touch on a few of those, you know, one, actually, the the riot is an interesting thing to bring up because the insurance agent I was talking to uh, is, you know, based out of Baltimore. So, you know, when the Freddie Gray riots happened in Baltimore, the government put in a mandated curfew. And so some people were saying, oh, isn't that precedent? Like, you know, they basically did cover business loss after I think it was 8 or 9 p.m. when the city shut down, um, you know, reservations and, and people to go out drinking. And that was covered. But the original act was a physical one. So it kind of, as you mentioned, people are walking outside. There's no actual physical threat they can see. That's almost how insurance looks at it. If the physical act isn't there that causes physical damage, you're not going to be covered. Now, in Pennsylvania, they're shutting down liquor stores. And so if you, you take both you know, your on-premise drinking and your liquor stores away, you know, on St. Patrick's Day, you could see a riot. And if they does damage your business or people loot it, um, you can get covered. But um, the the fear is a very big thing. Uh, as you kind of alluded to earlier, we are going to address that on, on our Wednesday discussion. So two pockets from now, you know, we're really going to focus on the mental health, um, the amount of anxiety and stress going on, uh, that I'm seeing in a lot of the Facebook groups I'm a part of that are both both you know bartenders and hospitality front of house and also owners and operators is at an all time high because they don't know what's coming and it's hard to even look at like you know China and determine what happened there and can we use their timeline as one for ours because you know they went into really a lockdown mid January and it was really just last week they started to kind of come out of that. So that's eight weeks. And I'm not trying to scare anybody or say that it's going, to, it's going to be eight weeks, but most places are closing down for two weeks. I really think it's going to extend past that. So most of the coverage that you see from us is going to do a worst case scenario only so we can be more prepared. Uh, my heart's breaking knowing that St. Patrick's Day is such a huge weekend coming out of a slow January and February. It's really the uh, one of the biggest on-premise events of the year now, and this is the top three. And I think a lot of people are banking on that holiday to kind of get back on track. And not only that, they also loaded up on inventory. So now they have all this inventory tied up that's tying up all their cash sitting on shelves that they can't sell now. So it's it was really a lose-lose of the timing and obviously just very, very unfortunate. But um, you know, stay tuned uh, for our coverage. Check out uh, Bar IQ is our, is our weekly newsletter. We're at barnrestaurantexpo.com, uh, and we'll also be posting this on our social channels. And any questions or concerns that you guys have, please reach out to us, email us um, from the website on the bottom of it. There's a contact us button. Uh, please use that. Um, you know, like I said, the next 30 days is, is all about you. So, uh, Mark, I'll let you sign off with any uh, last comments uh, that you like to share. 
Yeah, sure. I, I think uh, it's important. To, uh, take care of yourself. There is another side to this. You know, when we had uh, when nine eleven came, people were worried. Stock market went crazy, and people were worried about what was to happen next. Um, the economic crisis in two thousand eight and two thousand nine, stock market got clobbered, and people were worried. What's next? What's going to happen next? Um, and economy was was bad. There's another side to these things. And nine eleven and uh, in two thousand eight and two thousand nine are the ones that that we've seen. But there's been others. In, in you know, there's been. Uh, the depression <laughs> way, way back when and World War One and World War Two, um, Pearl Harbor. I mean, there's been uh, Spanish flu. I mean, there's lots of things that have happened and we've always come out the other side. And I think it's important to recognize that there is another side to this. No one can tell you when that other side's going to be. But I think it's important that you um, that you take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of your friends, um, both mentally and physically, and um, think about your business and, and get ready to to go crazy once we reopen again. Yeah. Well, on that, we'll end. So check in uh, for the rest of this week, for the rest of the podcast. Take care.